0: From the LiveX Studios in New York City, Cheesehead TV brings you two guys who like to think they know something about football! Good afternoon, everybody. Aaron Nagler here. Welcome back to Packer Transplants Live. I'm always joined by Mr. Corey Bankey, my partner here at Cheesehead TV. I'm coming to you live from the podcast studio in Midtown Manhattan, Corey joins us live across the street from Lambeau Field in Green Bay, Wisconsin, and we are ready to talk some Packers. What do we have on tap today,
1: Corey? Today, we try to contain our excitement about the sun coming into my eyes, (laughs) and we try to contain our excitement about the special team's performance down in Tampa. But first, it's time for the good, the bad, and the ugly. We got the good. We got Romeo Dobbs. We got the bad. We got...
0: Charles, Aaron Rodgers. We got the ugly. We got the second half offense. You talk about U G L Y. It ain't got no alibi. It ugly. The second half offense. Corey, Banky, are are I'm you block. surviving in the sunburst? I'm going to block. Oh, there we go. There, there you go. <laughs> This is it. the perils of doing transplants a little I earlier. We got the it. We got sun did it. beaming down on you.
1: I still see Lambeau field. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. There's only a little bit of blockage.
0: What's up. Let's go two and one green Bay Packers. Two and love one it. baby Packers, hard fought victory down in Tampa Bay. Got to love the stick the defensive prowess. And yes, as Corey mentioned, the special teams come into play. Uh, before we get to the game, before we get to the news, You know how we roll here on Packer Transplants. We have to start with the hotness. Let's do it. Oh, yeah. It's time for the hotness. Oh, baby. So each and every week, obviously, we like to highlight one moment or one play, one thing from the Packers game that was hot. That was the hotness. And there were a lot of candidates this week. But I think we all know what we got to go with. we got to go with this moment here from one Alan Lazard. Let's do it. Let's show him. Alan Lazard just hanging out and BOOM! Oh my goodness. That's so hot. Let's see it one more time. Just hanging out. BAM! Oh. Thank you. That is what we call
1: the hotness. I love how the guy's like, oh, hey, hey, you hit me. You hit me. <laughs>
0: right. Hey Hey, you made a legal play. What These defenders spend the whole game like trying to decapitate the offensive players. But the moment a wide receiver goes after a DB, hey, we're playing hey, football. It's not allowed. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. Um. So, yes, that's your hotness. Let's get to the Packers news, people. Uh, we mentioned special teams earlier. Pat O'Donnell, your NFC special teams player of the week. Now, obviously, his production is helped along by the guys who are the Gunners, uh, or I'm sorry, the Flyers, as Matt informed us they're called earlier this week. So, you know, Ruby Ford, Keyshawn Nixon, big part of this award, but man, shout out to Pat O'Donnell. I cannot remember uh, a a time in recent Packers Vintage where we had a NFC Special Teams Player of the Week residing there at 1265 Lombardy.
1: I really don't enjoy shouting out the punter. I feel like if you're shouting out the punter, you're doing something wrong. I don't know. It just feels wrong. You're winning.
0: You know what you're doing, Corey? You're winning.
1: That's oh, you're it feels you're so winning. wrong on so many levels. Like I a feel lot you.
0: I, I feel you. You it are anti punter. I know.
1: I'm I know. not anti punter. I just feel like if you're talking about the punter, we're doing something wrong. I just I feel you. Know you. Understand? I hear you. I hear you. I thought um, you did a good job. I'm glad, but uh, let's not do it again. Let's, let's not. Do- let's not. Let's <laughs> not.
0: Let's not let's make not him travel the offensive down these roads again. Of,
1: yeah, let's not do this again. Let's have a yeah, good I've second been. half offense so we can talk right. about Romeo Dobbs being the offensive player of the week instead of freaking. See, Tyler
0: now now you know you're saying? talking. Now I'm down with it. I'm it's down not with hard. It. I hear you. I feel you. I feel you. Um, Next up on Packers news, Jair Alexander apparently avoiding serious injury, which of course is great news. I mean, the prospect of having a, another stretch of a season without Jair was just too much to bear. Uh, reporting around the injury, and then Matt himself today saying that Jair will be, quote, day to day. Indeed, he was a limited participant in practice on Wednesday. I still, I highly doubt he plays on Sunday, but the fact that he won't be out for an extended time, hopefully, that's good news. That's good stuff. That's good Packers news right there. I Definitely. love it. Um, and of course, you know, just for my good friend Corey Banke here, I had to get the latest practice squad update. Corey, the Packers have signed Corey Ballantine former draft pick for the New York Giants, uh, a a special teams ace himself. Uh, He's a kick returner uh, specialist, so maybe he helps add a little juice in that regard uh, to the Packers' special teams. And then finally, Corey, now this this is the big news of the day. Obviously, we're all excited about this game against the Patriots and then flying to London, but when we return, the Packers will take on the New York Jets in their classic 1950s uniform. That's right, the Packers letting everyone know that is the week people i've been asked a lot when are they wearing those classics oh, well now you know people those
1: are nice but when are they going to wear the ones in between acme packing and the 50s ones so the green ones are nice i like them um but when are we going to get them. to the yellows i like the yellow
0: i know i hear you well what's funny is that you know mark murphy dropped that mini bombshell if you're into such you know news earlier this summer that this is a five-year deal with the classics like we all thought okay last year great and then, okay, we'll get some new throwbacks this year. And then Mark was like, "Yeah, no, this is a five-year deal. So you're going to get him for the next three years as well, Banky. So you might as well embrace it." I, don't it. Know I mean, I
1: I got one with my name on it. The Packers sent uh, to me. Yeah, got Banky I, they, right on the back. Maybe I should wear them. that. Maybe I should wear that to. Uh... No, I'm wearing Carrie
0: the G this weekend. So uh, maybe oh, I'll yeah. wear that in the Jets game. Yeah, have to have to get it. Got to got to coordinate as they say in Boomerang, have to do it. Um, Let's talk about this Packers offense, shall we? Because there's been a lot of hand-rigging, a lot of consternation about the second half, for good reason. I understand it. But can we focus on Romeo freaking Dobbs? You talk about answering the call. You talk about a rookie thrust into a position of, okay, we're going into the lion's den, so to speak. We're going into Tampa, who has one of, if not the best defense in the league, and we are going to be leaning on you and asking you, to contribute in a major way and romeo answered that bell every single time love it you know i'm not last week because we didn't have a show last week right Mm. but uh
1: that's a week before that or two weeks ago i believe the week before that um somebody on this show not you said that romeo dobbs by the end of the season is going to be a number one the number one wide receiver and i don't remember you telling me that that was a very good point so <laughs> i just i just want to be a little petty here for a second on this show well, because, because you, you were projecting
0: forward not analyzing something that had already occurred. got it that's the difference that's the difference got it you know? got it not got that, it. it and if we got get it. to the end of the season got and it. he is the number one receiver then I would have. Made I will a very give good you. Point. I I will be throwing bouquets. I will be absolutely oh, lighting you up. Geez. I will be. I, you know like
1: You know I like flowers. Flower.
0: I know you're a big flower guy. I understand. Uh, you guy. have so many in your in your garden, but you know you if, if it proves out, I will I will ring the bell. I will trumpet your analytic viewpoints as impression and very very
1: incisive for all the land. Interesting. You know the other thing that's interesting. I forgot these glasses were green, but there's so much light in this room that it's the green is showing up. I love it. Yes, it is. Yes, Just it is. It's a little, is. little, I'm very, gonna get a, little a little crooked. So let me get them a little.
0: There we go. There we go. Now my face looking good. looking good. Looking uh, good. What has not been looking good? See how that segue happens. What has not been looking good is uh the pony package. We were all very excited this summer about putting those two backs in the backfield together. And as of yet, as pointed out by our good friend, Justice Moschetta over there at Acme Packing Company, um, it has not been as productive, most likely as most Packers fans were hoping. Um, Now, I think there are, I think exactly, I think there are some things, you know, there's a lot of variables here, right? To Justice's point, he kind of illustrates this in the article you know, it's been a lot of kind of the same thing. We've seen a lot of send one of those guys out of the backfield in motion, hoping to take either a linebacker or a safety with him, or at least causing the defense to shift, and then running with the other guy, whoever's remaining. Um, there's been precious little... You know, there's been a few few wrinkles here, like the touchdown uh, to that Jones had with A.J. Dillon lead blocking, etc. But for the most part, it's been pretty similar, uh, the way they've been using them. And we know from watching during the summer, they've got a whole lot of other kind of plays to use out of this package. So I suspect that while, you know, yes, no, it has not been as productive as maybe we were hoping early, you know, this this season, and it hasn't really kind of unleashed their potential, so to speak, I think they've got a lot of stuff left in, in the chamber, and it's time to let the pony gallop. It's time to, I like, so. let it loose a little bit. Because- we need
1: more of the uh, first
0: half offense and less
1: of the second half offense.
0: This is, this is true, sir.
1: This, this is, is my – I mean, here's the thing. What do you think now, the Packers – That's a what very think, good point. What, what do you think the Packers – what do you think their takeaway is? What do you think Matt LaFleur and, uh, and uh, Aaron Rodgers' takeaway is from, like, what they did in the second half versus what they did in the first half? You think it's more Tampa Bay adjusting to what they were doing than it is them getting away from stuff? Because I think you'd say, oh, we got away from running the ball, which, you know, if you look at the tape, we probably did a little bit.
0: Well, it's funny is that they they got back to running it, um, and they just weren't successful up front, which makes it hard to stick with it. Yeah, um, even though to the second to last, the second to last uh, series, they did they got a couple of nice runs for some, one from AJ, one from Aaron, uh, but they couldn't really string anything together consistently because they were getting whooped up front. And something, one of the things that I did think Billy point, I had a good point uh, when we were talking to Beer and Ball, is you're talking about into the fourth quarter. Down in Florida, the heat is like 85, 90 degrees with the index, etc. The the blocks that they were making in the first half, the runs that they were springing, that was very much kind of missing in the second half. Whether it's wow. Josh Myers getting out on the edge, whether it's you know Newman trying to work to the second level, I think exhaustion kind of got, maybe not exhaustion, but you know tiredness got to them a little bit, and the Bucks just whipped them physically up front with what they were trying to do because there are a number of plays and Matt kind of alluded to this on Monday. If you look like if any one block goes the other way, like it was almost always one guy getting beat up front that ruined one of these, you know, many of the running plays in the second half. If just that one block Mm -hmm. happens, they're off to the race. They're gaining eight yards on a play. So I do think there is something to that. And it's, you know, it's, it's not an excuse. I think it's just what happened. You know they got they got tired down there in that heat, and the Bucks took over up front. So I, it's nothing that I think you should panic about. In fact, I would say look at that first half and look what they're capable of. Because Corey, we, we said it on the watch party at one point they're five for five on third down, and they've hit seven was, different receivers. Yep, I like. I mean, it like a lot. spreading the ball around, not focusing on any one play or type or sequence. They were really, really effective, and efficient with the football and they couldn't tampa really couldn't get a beat on where they were going to get hit next i think i love that and in a game that's not in 90 degree heat down in florida i think they got a chance of extending and probably making that happen for a longer period of time you know you showed
1: this you i think you tweeted this uh this run by ryan grant that was literally like on the five yard line and went for a touchdown it was incredible Ryan Um, Grant. Yeah, you tweeted it or Cheesehead TV tweeted it. I don't know. It was cool. Like run, somebody tweeted a Tyler. video. Yeah, it was right. like a video and it was like way back when. I mean, it was Aaron Rodgers, right. but it was like Ryan Granny ran for like 90 yards for a touchdown. I right. uh, I think you're going to see that from Aaron Jones this weekend. I think you're going to see a long run because to your point about, you know, the Packers just being one man away, Aaron Jones is due for one. If you look at him last season, oh, yeah. he's, he's due for a long run. <laughs>
0: Remember the big one he had against Cincinnati. That uh, he, yeah, one big run like that is coming. There is zero doubt. I have no doubt about it. That is going to happen. Um, speaking of the guys up front, uh, there's been a lot of talk online anyway this week about Josh Myers. Um, I know Ben Fennel put something out there. I think Zach Cruz was talking about it. And look, I can see it, man. I understand. There are certainly moments in these games, all three of them so far, where you think yikes like there are some plays that are just not good looking doesn't either uh finish his block or straight up gets beat but there are also plenty of plays where you see and he looks phenomenal he's very inconsistent still at this point but as i said this summer and i'm going to continue to say it because it's true he is still a very young player and the only way he's going to improve is to continue to play and which he will obviously do as the starting center he will play more and more, and the more he plays, the better he's going to get. As someone on Twitter pointed out, I think we did get spoiled by Corey Lindsley a little bit these last few years, you know, and now we come in, and we have this kid, you know, he's not even played 16 full games yet, and we all expect him to be as good as Corey Lindsley. Well, I got to remind people, Corey Lindsley wasn't even, quote, Corey Lindsley when he first came into the league, but like, it takes a little bit of time. So I understand it's frustrating. Especially, I know the draft Knicks like point to Creed Humphrey getting taken after him, et cetera. But I still really like what we've seen from Josh, and he will get there. And he, I think he's going to be a very good player for this team for a long time.
1: Well, there's that one block that he had, and was it the first game of the season where you don't even know how he got to the third level? Like, I still watch that play, and I'm like, "How right. did he get to the safeties?" Like, I'm like tracking the dude. I'm like, "You're the center. Right. How did you even get there?" And he, it's the, it's the, the touchdown, I think, uh, uh, for Jones, where he springs Jones.
0: And, but that's the thing, like it's the ridiculous. athleticism, the athleticism and the ability to get up, you know, past that first kind of wave. He's shown that he can do it, and what you know, even not even. On the designs, on the rollouts, or, or even the the plays where they ask him to pull, he's so quick and athletic. Man, once he, like I said, once he gets his feet under him a little bit more, yeah, look out. I think this kid's going to be really, really good. Really good. Um, let's switch over to the defensive side of the ball, shall we? Uh, we talked a lot about, um, you know, Dobbs making his hay. We got a guy making hay when he's being asked to man up, and that's, that's Rasul Douglas. I mean, I don't think there's any question. You, you you saw kind of earlier this year he's playing inside. I think you, you saw him get beat a couple times. We've also seen some lockdown stuff. Man, when Jair went down and they had to switch him to the perimeter, when he mans up, he is a problem no matter who he's guarding. He played so well in that second half. I mean, and it was like he had that tenacity that I want it. Please throw the ball my way. Please throw the, the ball my way. I, I love his attitude. And I do think the Packers got some decisions to make here if and when Jair gets back. Mm. I don't know man, I love I love Rasul on the outside. And I know, you know, Jair and you worry about the physicality and what have you, but I think putting Jair inside would open up his playmaking ability even more, whether it's sending him after the quarterback, you know, making plays in the run game. I just I love Rasul outside and I think the Packers are better when he's out there. So, does that
1: mean we're going to see Russell Douglas on Justin Jefferson in the redemption game? It's possible.
0: I think we'll see Jair a lot. I would like to see that. Maybe not following Justin Jefferson. I would like to see that. Personally, I would like to see that. It'd be fun. Definitely be fun. Um, Another young player, Devontae Wyatt, is a kid that a lot of people have talked about early in the season as a former, now, this year's first round pick, second first round pick. Um, Hasn't been playing a whole lot, only played seven snaps in Tampa Bay. But I think the kid is coming along. And I, I, I caution people because I've seen a little bit of tithering here and there about, oh, you know, he's not playing. He's a first round pick. Why isn't he out there? I mean, I'll tell you why he's, not, why he's not out there as much as maybe we'd hope initially is TJ Slayton is balling out. TJ Slayton, you talk about a kid developing from year one to year two, you know, and this is a great problem to have if you're Jerry Montgomery, the defensive line coach, as to how to work the rotation. I love what Wyatt has been doing in very, very small doses, he will get more playing time. If he keeps playing the way he has been, he will get more playing time. You put him out there with Kenny, with TJ, etc. it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. That is coming. That is coming. Um, what else is coming is Devondre Campbell. Devondre there Campbell is. is
1: ridiculous. There he
0: is. Wow. There's Devondre Campbell. This game, the first two games of the season, I don't think we're up to his standard. I flat out not up to his standard, not the one he set last year. But in Tampa Bay, there's Devondre Campbell. He's got to be.
1: I mean, really, if you look at if you look at our history, he's got to be the best uh, free agent pickup of the last five years, at least He's one of them.
0: I mean, my goodness. I mean, I know you got
1: Rasul Douglas and I know you got Preston Smith and I know you got you know, you could even say Z. He's surpassed Z almost at this point, just in terms of back in the day, you could rely on Nick Barnett to get that tip. Okay. maybe sometimes A.J. Hawk when he wasn't fucking around and not being a good player. But, you know, A.J. Hawk never really was the player that Devontae Campbell is right now. Just let's be real, okay? A.J. Hawk was never at his level. And, like, we took him at his level and he should have been at his level, but he was never at his level. I mean, you couldn't rely on a guy like that. And it's it's kind of incredible the way he played uh, on Sunday.
0: Uh, He was all over the field. Aaron mentioned it. The idea that... To your point, Corey, that they got him so late in the process last summer. I mean, remember, he signed, I believe it was, minicamp weekend and basically got a crash course in the defense. Didn't start the training camp as a starter, even. He was still working with the second unit. And then by the end of the year, he's an all-pro. Now he's been paid. And now, I mean, Sunday, that's the standard. You know, that that there he is. So it's nice to see him get locked in, so to speak. Quay Walker, still a young guy, playing alongside him, going to make some mistakes. So it's good to have your all-pro playing at an all-pro level. And I'm telling you, man, Walker is another one. I-, I get it. I see people talking about how, oh, he's not so great in the run game. He looks a little lost sometimes, etc. Yeah, he's a rookie playing a million miles an hour in his first three NFL games. Trust me. Like, we've seen the big hits. We've seen the playmaking ability. Once he gets, you know, he stops like, Going a million miles an hour in his head is that thing in the matrix, right? When the code suddenly appears for him, look out, look out. Cause that for once sure. he unlocks that, once the game slows down for him a little bit, whoo baby, it's going to be great. Um, all right. I think we're ready for, uh, we're we not going to talk it?
1: about Belichick at all or what, what's going on. You just decided not to talk with the Patriots because we well, don't
0: I, uh, well, no, it's not that. It was the fact that a uh, we we switched the time and I didn't have time to go back and, and look at the the matchup, and yeah. I have a I have a radio hit at the top of the hour, so I thought okay, well, we can shorten the show a little bit because I'm gonna have to do that. But I will say this, I will say this, Corey, and I know yeah. this doesn't really have to do with the matchup per se. Yep, but I will I will say this, this game. In years past, has all the trappings of a letdown game. Every single one of them. Coming off an NFC opponent on the road. Big win. You're all excited. Four o'clock hour. Uncommon AFC opponent. And the biggest red flag, gold package. Oh,
1: God. I forgot about gold package.
0: I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Now, the gold package has been better. It has, been better. it has been better, been better, it has better been. the last few it years.
1: Has yeah, it hasn't but, been as sucky as it has been. Yeah, it's true. Milwaukee fans got to give it up for him. Come on. But they
0: traditionally, you commute that hour and a half and that apart. hour and a
1: half back, it takes all the energy out of you. 100%. It, uh,
0: this is it, man. This has the the trappings I don't like of a it. letdown game. It's well, a good all, thing they Patriots, have to bring the, the Patriots.
1: Heat. The Patriots have no one and they kind of suck, don't they? <laughs>
0: That's one way of of, of Doesn't the out. only
1: person they have is Bill Belichick, right? That's basically all they got, right? I I mean
0: I don't the, follow uh, the AFC.
1: I follow the he, I follow the AFC like you follow the CFL, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just that's like fair. the sisterly,
0: that's sister like sister fair. That's sister very conference. very fair. I mean, it, it'd be one thing if Mac Jones was going to play. I know he's trying Belichick's trying to play Coy like oh, he's day to day or whatever. He's not going to play. So it's going to be the Brian Hoyer show. And if you can't, you know, Dominate Brian Hoyer at home with this defense. Just you know, go to sleep. Go, it'll, it'll, just write it off. I mean, that's ridiculous. They should absolutely. This is a game they should absolutely win. Now, 100%. again, there are a lot of trappings here, but this is a game they should win. So we'll see. we we'll come Sunday. Gold package. Make us eat our words. Bring the heat. Bring the energy. This Packers are going to need it. it. Should be a lot of fun on Sunday, but it's up to you. That's what, I, that's what I have to say about that. All right. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Right.
1: Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/specialoffer. All lowercase. That's Shopify.com/specialoffer.
0: With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, let's do it. This week is the Packers That's right! It's This Week in the Packer Blogosphere, the return of that venerable series. So, Banky, yeah, we had a party, a launch party, down there in Milwaukee at Scout Wine Merchants, and holy cow. I couldn't believe
1: how many people turned up, actually. I was surprised. I I thought it was going to be like 20 people, but it was a lot more than 20.
0: Here, you're looking at the, the very... First, carry the G on tap. Look at that. Ooh, that's And we almost killed it. Like, there were
1: 15 pint glasses left. Out of 149 pint glasses or something that we could have drank, there were, like, 15 left. It was
0: incredible. People... No, and they had fruit.
1: other beers. I feel bad. Uh, Joe I the know, brewer he brought know. other beers, and like, literally, and no one no had, one had an, a single other beer. Maybe they were just maybe they didn't want to get yelled at or something, but I wouldn't have yelled it. I was like, Oh, I almost tried it, and then I was like, Nah, I want to carry it. <laughs> i want to carry the g and um i gotta i gotta look at yeah i gotta look at ridgeview i'm gonna try to do a report uh i'm gonna try on friday we to, need we
0: need our bank our weekly banker we gotta figure who, out where the it.
1: beer still is because i don't think it is anywhere <laughs> i'll be honest with you i'm pretty sure we're sold out of madison and i'm pretty sure we're sold out of like half of the milwaukee locations and most of the green bay ones but i'm gonna try to i'm gonna try to get people the the skinny on the green bay ones
0: gotta do it gotta <laughs> let the people know um it was great to see so many people we had lots of people who we've worked with in the past or or had on the yep. show, including yep. Phil Hanerhan. He's the author of Life After Favre. He stopped by early. It was so good to see him. Obviously, brought some. he bought some carry the G to take home with him. Yeah, So very cool. Got Tim stopping by. Tim Backus, who writes for CheeseheadTV.com. com, was great to see him. Um, and then Matthew, I don't know what was in his batch of carry mm, the G. He had a special batch a very special batch there as you can see uh, and then finally we wanted to give joe a shout out joe at gathering place yeah. that's the man responsible for actually brewing the beer that makes some more beer joe.
1: joe joe make some more beer buddy keep making that beer
0: <laughs> Keep making the beer because we got folks who, who will undoubtedly be buying it no people doubt about it. it seriously though i want i do want to say i we heard from so many people all throughout the night Just the way that people come to Cheesehead TV, however they come, like people, oh, I only know you guys from the radio, or, oh, I just watched the chats, or, oh, Packer Transplants is my thing. So many people have so many different ways of, like, connecting with Cheesehead TV, connecting with Packers fans. It was so great to hear from each and every one of you. I can't thank you guys enough for, A, making the trip and coming out and saying hi, but B, just sharing your love of the Packers with us and how... You go about say what your routine is like during the week or during game day or what have you. Corey, I don't know about you, but I was kind of awestruck.
1: Yeah, I mean i it's funny. I think, you know, when we first started, we were like, oh, it'd be cool if like we had a meetup and met some people and then we did it. <laughs> right. And then like I used right. to be like scared of it. And now I like really look forward to it because like at the end of the day, like everybody just wants to share like their Green Bit Packer experience, their fan experience. And you know, it is. It's really incredible. I um every time I tell people how it is, it's more about like it's just it's very like like it's very humbling to meet people and have very similar things in common and you know one of the funny things was there were like two or three people that were there i'm not going to name any names but they they both were like yeah it's like the very similar story they both were like yeah so i told my wife that i was gonna go i was like honey you know those guys that i watched during the game uh yeah they're gonna be uh, in shorewood so i'm gonna spend my saturday night <laughs> doing that and the wives would be like Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny. It's just funny, like you know. And there were there were couples there. There were like a real range of people. Like I think the the biggest thing that I love about it is like there's not one kind of person. Um, that's a Packer fan. It's a real diverse group of people, and uh, and that I think uh, is something for Packer fans to be really proud of.
0: And then the Packers in general. Uh, yes, uh, no question about it. Um, I do want to address one thing in the chat here. Someone just said, "Well, Blogosphere is just a commercial now." I know. I saw that. I knew you were going to say Look. something. Well, I just want to say, uh, first of all, <laughs> already highlighted the work of Justice Musketa because it's good. And if you want us to, uh, you know, uh, highlight other stuff, man, point it out because everything I see around the Packers right now is by rote. It's a lot mm-hmm. of like, here's their PFF score. Here's yeah. the film breakdown. Here's the man. That's great. There's a hundred different versions of the same thing. Yeah. So if someone comes out with something really cool and interesting and new, Yeah, we'll talk about it. We always do. Hell, last week, was it last week or two weeks ago, I said, fuck Brett Favre. Clip that for you guys. I mean, that was a little different, right? I mean, we talked about a welfare scandal. Was that an ad? I don't think so. You know, so I'm just like, look, we're going to talk about what we talk about. You're so
1: so easily triggered.
0: You damn right.
1: No, the funniest Damn thing, life. and I said this on the watch party, the funniest thing is a- hanging out with, like, everybody says we're the Muppets. And, like, Aaron Nagler is well on his way to becoming a, like, cranky old grandfather. Like, on his way?
0: He is there, literally
1: baby. in the morning. Oh, my God. Like, you, you are, yeah, you're something else. It's fun. It's actually fun. I enjoy it. It's interesting.
0: You know that you. We should tell that story. We should tell that story because I'm sure not everybody was on watch party. It's fine. We can clip it off. Corey Banky, Corey Banky, we get up in the morning. We had our thing on Saturday night. It was great. And then on Sunday morning, we get up. We gotta go to. We gotta get back up to Green Bay for watch party. And we're checking out of the hotel. And Corey has to get his very particular type of coffee. He needs a canary.
1: No, Canary. Is- I don't need it, but I know it exists. In- and Canary Coffee in Milwaukee. I used to go there for during the DNC. I used to go and get it, and then you wait for them to do the pour over, and it's like fun. There's a there's a place. Oh, there's a- oh, wait. There's you a wait place for in New them York to do the pour over. Hmm, yeah, interesting.
0: Um, like, see, because well, I'm giving a play-by-play play about the no, pour there over. there it is. There I'm it is. I'm literally there.
1: giving a play-by-play because I'm very excited that this coffee is coming. Okay, because I know it's going to be good. I know I'm going to be able to taste the fruit. It was like measured out. It was weighed perfectly. And I'm literally like, look at them. They're weighing it now. Now they're doing this. Now they're doing this. And Nagler's literally like, you know, I know what a pour over is, right? That's not what I said. you say i've had a pour over before oh you know i've had a pour over before you know i'm just trying to bring a pal along just be like hey buddy we're gonna (laughs) go to the coffee shop that i was at two years ago and it's fun (laughs) and we're gonna have fun mr i cannot function until i've tasted coffee in my mouth nagler true very true anyway it was fun it was a good time uh i will
0: say overall it was a great time we had a ball it was a lot of fun Good, good it stuff. Was, it was really, it was really, very, very, very good. All right. We got to get to some YouTube comments. Can't get to Facebook comments anymore. All right. I think, the uh, Facebook.
1: I think, hold on, hold on. I got, I think I got them all. I think I don't, uh, is the, car- oh, that's funny. Um, <laughs> all right. Leave you in the queue now. I'm viewing the queue now. All right. We got, uh, Nicole still in there. Go pack. Go, go pack. Go, Nicole. Love it. Love to see it. Uh, uncultured, uncultured barbarian. Thanks to super chat. I don't remember who recommended welcome to Relham, but I started watching this afternoon and can't stop probably because they remind me of the Packers of the seventies and eighties.
0: Yeah. I don't, I, think, I don't think it's called Relham. I think it's called, it's called something else, but I know what show you're talking about. And yes, it has a very seventies and eighties Packers vibe. Looks dope.
1: Uncultured again with the super chat this week on banky on the beat. Corey verbally slaps around Bukowski and Bill Michaels, while gleefully dancing on the corpse of the Badger season. <laughs> God, you you know me. How do you you know me so well? (laughs) How do people know me so well? I don't understand.
0: You do have a weekly show where you're talking to a microphone. But
1: Um, I don't know why everybody wants Corey on the beat. No one wants that, including 1265. Jack John, what's up, boys? Love to meet you guys at Scout. Jack John, appreciate you coming out. Uh, It was a lot of fun. A lot of fun hanging out. Uh, Mark, Mark, are the beer cans in the window open or full? Inquiring minds want to know. They are the Nagler drank all these beers, so these are a reminder of how many beers Nagler can drink in a day um that's what those are those are a little historical reminder for those of you that don't know uh matt skinner is there a pat o'donnell pub in green bay yet matt you are now banned from the chat please don't ever come back thank you Um, uh, <laughs> jeff ness thanks for the super chat nixon and ford terrible presidents great SC, uh, special teams, special teams players. players well played well played jeff ness uncultured thanks for the super chat the first carry the g beer commercial should be a recreation of recreation of the rooftop scene from the shawshank redemption or just a compilation of banky's rats or nags and banky as bartles and james i like all of those also i just want to say this okay i literally told this this was my this was my launch plan for carry the g and packer transplants and i got vetoed by i'm not going to name who it is but um you know a certain person that run social here at she said tv um basically i was like you know what let's do 10 days of cory Rand. so you have day 10 9 8 7 6 5 4 3 2 1 and that's a way we can launch the tiktok and everything else but i you know apparently like nobody wanted that so and he didn't get it so if you want it ask for it i like bug it. social
0: bug do it the yeah
1: yeah bug uh tyler Herrick is his name uh just bug him i believe Yes. Dave, thanks for Super Chat. I'm just a moron, but Quay looked a little lost when Bucks went tempo. Would expect teams to test that, get Packers in base, and run tempo. What do you got to say about that, Nagler?
0: I think in time that will disappear, but yeah, of course. Like I said, third year, third game versus rookie season, you know, doesn't have the terminology down pat yet probably, you know, a little bit kind of thinking things rather than just seeing and reacting. I think it's to be expected. Maybe teams test it, but only if they're able to. You know, not every team's going to be able to do what Tom Brady does with the huddle and the line scrimmage, etc. Um, I'm certainly not concerned about it. That's, that's for sure. But, yeah, I think teams might, might try to take advantage of it at some point. Sure. Debbie Downer, thanks for Super Chat.
1: What hotel does opposing teams stay in Green Bay? I believe they stay in Appleton.
0: Well, they do usually stay in Appleton, but they teams have started to stay in Green Bay um, a few hotel times North a year. North? Northland and there's another one too. I can't remember which one though. But yeah, I was I mean, because I remember
1: if I was a team, I would say at the
0: Northland for sure. So like two, was it two years ago? I know Seattle um, was COVID year, so yeah, two years ago, uh, Seattle stayed in Green Bay. Uh, they flew directly into Green Bay and stayed there. So teams have started slowly. stay like a one or two have starting to stay in Green Bay, but mostly they still stay in Appleton
1: uh kave rahimi congrats on carry the G beer. can't wait to try it bringing a suitcase full to london you know (laughs) i don't think we're gonna make customs but we are gonna try to we're gonna try to we're gonna try to get some there but i don't we'll get some duty free that's what we're pretty much for ourselves is why i (laughs) want to bring some there uh, selfishly um dave thanks for super chat talk about ramage roasting david carr Oh, he did. Yeah, it
0: was fun. That was fun. Yeah, I saw that on his TikTok and on reels. And uh, that's the funny thing about, like, content that gets made now. It's, like, on every platform. Yeah, it's Um, on all things. It was great. He used the clip from the summer where David Carr was like, oh, I'll be, you know, I think the Packers might just win seven or eight games or whatever. Um, You know, it's an easy roast. But, yeah, sometimes you got to bring it back. I would say, just for myself, it's a little early. I mean, the Packers are only 2-1. and They won their last game by two points. Like, I'd wait a little bit longer. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though.
1: There is a very good possibility that Devontae going to the Raiders
0: could end up stopping him from being in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I mean, shit. I mean, it's early. It's very early in the season. But, damn, if you aren't right as far as the way it's projecting out. Holy cow. Now, a lot that of people might stuck. be like, hey, I'd rather take
1: a big contract and set my family in generations Man, for get life money forever. But, like, that's kind of crazy because had he stayed here, undoubtedly, oh, shoo-in. He, shoo-in.
0: as long as he stays much healthy. Yeah, shoo-in. as long as
1: he stays healthy, you know, we win a Super Bowl, like, you know, whatever, he's pretty much on track. But now you you, you could be a forget the guy because wide receiver is one of those positions. Like, if you ain't got no, nobody throwing to you, you, nobody paying attention to you. So.
0: Uh, yeah. In any way, shape, or form, that's that's going to be fascinating to track over the next couple years, no doubt.
1: Jesse Wick, thanks for super chat. Corey calling nags easily triggered. LOL. Pot meat kettle. You know what, Jesse? You don't know me at all. You know what I'm
0: saying? You record for banning people from the chat.
1: You don't know me at all. You just you know you think you were just
0: talking about how people know you, and now no one knows you. I don't like you Nagler
1: uh, D Waxen, what's Corey's beef with Bill Michaels. What's not my beef. Oh boy. Why, here, why do you like, okay, here, here we let go. me, let me turn that back to you, buddy. What do you <laughs> like about Bill Michaels? Cause I think that he's trash. So, I mean, have you ever listened to Bill Michaels like any time in the last like, oh, 10 years? Oh, if the Packers lost, then they're the most terrible team. They've done all this crazy stuff. They're so terrible, blah, 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 blah. Then if they win, it's this, pretty much the same. It's just a little bit held back because other people are like, you know, Bill, they won, right? And like, he's just like, he's the guy that should have ended up in Alaska doing radio but somehow like glommed on to like this market and never moved on from this market. And there's a reason he never moved on from this market because he's not very talented. So is that, is that enough for you? Would you like some more?
0: Well, here's the thing. Okay. Can I retort here? Can I push back just a little bit? Look, no. I don't, I'm not a regular listener of Bill Michaels and uh, Lord knows I, there's so much fucking content out there now. I pay attention to very, very little of it, but, I think Bill's been doing it for a long time, and he has a very fixed kind of view of how he sees the team. And to your point, Corey, yeah, it is sometimes can skew a little negative and a little, you know, sky is falling when it's just like, okay, they lost a game, like kind of thing. But man, he's got a devoted following. He's got people who listen to him. And he's doing it all on his own now, you know, and he's been syndicated and whatever and blah, blah, blah. But much like we had people coming out and seeing us at Carry the G the other night, he's got people who come out and see him. Dude, he's you know, so, so jaded. It's though. not he's my so it's, jaded. It's, it's like, not my cup of tea. Bro, he
1: was jaded but like eight he's years not ago. Audience, he was jaded you know? like eight years ago, seriously. Probably. It's like if you're gonna I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm gonna even push back harder on this. Like, bro, there is a standard for broadcast, okay? Hmm. And he doesn't even meet that standard, right? Because right. he's and I hear you on the following, but like Peter Bukowski has a following, and nobody <laughs> knows why that is. You know what I'm saying? Like <sighs> Like that, and it's so funny you saying that, right, Mr. I love mm-hmm. like Depeche Mode and like other mm-hmm. like bands that are not mainstream. Your right. entire argument is, well, he's mainstream, so he must be doing something right.
0: I don't think he's main, he's definitely not mainstream anymore. He was once upon a time, but he still has a devoted following and people that listen to what he's saying and enjoy his insights. Uh, like, look again, but different, you, stories you know, here's are the thing. yes, 100%. Blog is fear. You know, you what's know, great. We should have everybody. Kyle.
1: We should have Kyle Cousineau on just oh, to boy. say all of the things that Bill Michaels has literally said on the air that will oh, blow yeah. your mind. And mm-hmm. also that he said to Kyle Cousineau, who he knows is like a passionate right. fan that will blow your mind. Like, I feel you. you're right. He takes his point of view into. The uh, into everything that he does, and he doesn't change it based on the situation. So, that's that's a really good point, Nagler. That I think I should have said, which is that's my biggest problem. It's like if I know what your point of view and your bias is, and you see something on TV, and then you just bring your point of view and bias into that action, that's not Mm -hmm. actually like that's not that's not professional, in my opinion. That's just you're just trying to justify your own point of view and your own bias, and that's annoying. Um, where's the one i saw the bill michaels one wait where where's the bill we tried to show it on the thing did i miss that one
0: the johnny rivers one
1: yeah bill michaels told me one time that skyline chili is better than any chili in wisconsin i couldn't value i don't see that in social though hold on oh here we go yeah i know i couldn't value his opinion less now that's hilarious (laughs) That's hilarious. Uh oh, wait, wait, hold on. I got to add these. I got to add some more. Um all right, we got uh two mo- uh, one more. Uh no, uh Debbie Downer. Bad offensive lines are in trouble this year. Damn. Go Pack go. See you Sunday, Corey. I'm ready. I'm ready. Go. Uh let's go. I'm wait, ready to so buy. Debbie
0: Downer. Is Debbie Downer going to introduce themselves as hi, I'm Debbie, Debbie Downer. Downer on YouTube? Hi,
1: I'm Debbie Downer.
0: This going to look for like... real.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's going to be funny to me. Corey, do you have any thoughts about Peter Bukowski this week? Thanks for the super chat, Justin. You know, I I did see a tweet where he, I did oh, see a tweet. No. Somebody was trying to trigger me on, on oh, Peter Bukowski. No. I love it. I love how everybody basically on Twitter, when I get my notifications, they'll be like, Corey, what do you think of this? Like anytime he says anything stupid now or like remotely stupid, like, or that they think I'll think is remotely stupid, people like tag me. But no, I, you know, I don't I I like Peter. Kind of. <laughs> those are my
0: thoughts
1: (laughs) those are my thoughts
0: oh my god that is a clip that's a clip and a half right there I love it. John Wayne, get off your high
1: horse about. Dude, don't even get me fucking started. I don't have a high (laughs) horse, bro. I'm a Packer fan. I'm a Packer fan. I've experienced Bill Michaels. I've experienced all these people. I've met most of them in real life. So, you know what? There's no fucking high horse. This is my opinion about people that I've experienced over the last 20 or 30 years of my life. You don't like my opinion? Go away. (laughs)
0: Lord, people be dumb as fuck. (sighs) I'm so easily triggered. Meet though. me in real
1: life. Meet me in real life and then come talk to me. Okay. Uh, don't don't <laughs> come to my house. Roger's my lost pony Roger lost <laughs> pony chat. Hi, nickelback sucks. Let's get that W Sunday go pack go.
0: See, okay, can I just ask about Nickelback for a second? Because that does seem to be like the 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 shorthand for terrible, right? Like if something is terrible, it's quote it's Nickelback, right? So, but how did that happen? Because they're just, they're just boring. Like, I don't they they're as, as much as I do not enjoy their music, because I certainly don't like, I just, it's not offensive to me. I know, it's you not know more that, terrible than all the other true. terrible shit out you there. You know, that
1: TikTok yeah. where they're like, look at this fucking cat. That's my like my favorite. Right. <laughs> And then you see the cat. And thanks, Nickelback. <laughs> if you didn't have Nickelback, you wouldn't have that. Also, the whole like like flying around the stadium. That's really cool. And like that whole meme with Rodgers and everything. Yeah, yeah, you know. Right. I, I don't yeah, I don't hate
0: it. I just I don't they're just they're not as I just couldn't I can't see the connection there between like they're very kind of bad, but it like kind of
1: Nickelback has a lot in common with Peter Bukowski. It's like <laughs> if you think about it, right? Like right. it's kind of milk toast, it's kind of bad, says obvious <laughs> shit all the time, but like popular right. and good looking.
0: There you go. There you go. See you've cracked the code. That's I have. pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty good. Oh my God. Um, wow, we are off the rails. Hey, if you want to ask Corey about Nickelback or Peter Bukowski or anything yes. really.
1: Anything you... you want. If you want to if you want to come and say I hate your opinions on YouTube,
0: I'm here for it. I will be. Yeah, at if, you wanna, if you want to, you want to tell Corey to get off his high horse. Come to the Plaza Pit Stop three hours before kickoff on Sunday. Our friends at the Rest Center hosting once again in every home game throughout this season. So you'll have plenty of opportunities. Uh, make sure you're there. It was a lot of fun. The first one kicked off uh, two weeks ago. We have a little video here. Let's uh, let's roll it. See you. Awesome. times had by all you gotta yes. love it
1: if you can prove you are a carry the g member or a patreon i will buy you one beer okay one guy thought i was buying him four beers he showed me and i'm like bro 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 these other three are from my friends this slow one's for you down.
0: buddy You're slow down to last. <laughs> gotta make the carry the g last hey speaking of patreon members let's give a shout out to our patreon members if you are a patreon member a we cannot thank you enough for your support the community continues to grow. I was looking back like when we first started during the pandemic to now it's insane. Um, just this week, information went up on our Patreon meetup coming in December. So visit the Patreon page. The information is there. It's going to be a lot of fun. Also big time. Shout out to our carry the G club members. You guys talk about a growing community here on YouTube. Amazing. Carry the G cannot thank you guys enough. Um, I love it during watch parties when we get all the emojis. Myself saying no, Corey saying go, pack go. It's a lot of fun. Uh, Anything else for the folks at home there, Corey? Yeah, uh, there's somebody. John Wayne's
1: asking, if we hate Bukowski and Bill Michaels, why are they on our show? Here's the thing. Riddle this, Batman. This is really hard in this polarized age. You can actually hang out with people you have disagreements or don't like their content with. Believe it or not, that actually happens. It's crazy. It's crazy. Like, I actually like human beings, and human beings can be separated from their content. I know that's really hard for Zillennials and Zoomers, but that's the way the world should work, in my opinion.
0: Totally agree. In your opinion. Amazing. We have opinions. My opinion? We I have share opinions. Them? Apparently... That'll do it for this episode of Packer Transplants Live. Can't thanking you guys enough for making Cheesehead TV part of your daily Packers routine. We are and will always be devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide.
1: I think it's a fluid situation, and we're—I know you guys love it, especially Nagler. I can see you smirking at me right there. Uh, We're going to take it one day at a time, and uh, and just—it's going to be fluid, though. That's all I can tell you.